Welcome to Season 2 from A Lancashire Lass with me, Lucy Baxter. Joining me today is Kari, the founder and creator of Cheeky Tapes. This episode, I just know, is going to be really inspiring and interesting. So I'm not going to reveal anything about what Cheeky Tapes is in the intro. And instead, I'm just going to introduce Kari. So welcome to the podcast. And thank you so, so much for joining me today. How are you doing? Hi, um, thank you for having me. Um, like I just said, I'm so nervous. Oh, <laughs> I'm so excited to tell everyone about Cheeky Tapes and what we do. That's amazing. So yeah, first of all, why don't you just explain what Cheeky Tapes is? So we are basically a medical um, tape company because my little boy, Freddie, he has an NG tube. So I make tape for his tube and eventually started making tape for not just Freddie, but quite a lot of people. <laughs> and obviously um, nasal gastric tubes are uncomfortable. You know, I, I've had sort of friends who, um, a very dear friend of mine who had one before getting a, a gastrostomy fitted. And um, what what do the hospitals normally supply then, you know, for the tape? Or what made you make your own tape? So originally the hospitals give you the little teddy bears. Um, I decided that for Freddie, it wasn't enough because Freddie is my absolute world. And I want to make everything better for him if I can. So I just thought it's not, it doesn't show off ready. It's a bit plain, it's a bit boring. So I looked into making them myself and then we made, I don't know how many prototypes, there were a lot <laughs> um, to try and get the perfect one. And then eventually we made what we thought was quite good. And we thought if we think it's good, then surely other people might think the same. Yeah, and why don't you just tell us a bit more about Freddie? I mean, I've seen um, a picture of him and he just looks the most, like, cheekiest, cutest little boy ever. Uh, how old is he now? He's 13 months now and I couldn't agree more. He's very cheeky, very gorgeous. He's funny, he's got his own little personality. But he was born with a genetic condition. Um, there's only 30 in the world, I believe. 30? And he spent, yes, apparently. Wow. <laughs> um, so obviously we'd never heard of it none of his doctors none of the consultants there isn't another one in the northwest that they know of um, and so he spent the first six and a half weeks in hospital and he's been on an NG tube since he was six hours old and still got it at the moment but potentially it might be going we're not sure yet and what what's the condition called and what does it kind of mean for Freddie uh, it's a sodium leak channel um, condition. So part of it is there are physical aspects. So he has clenched fists and he's got telepes. Uh, but the main part of it is developmental delay. So doctors and consultants have told us they don't think he'll ever walk or talk. But Freddie being Freddie, I'm hoping he will. <laughs> and we've said if he doesn't, he doesn't. But if he does, brilliant. Um, so our plan is to prove them wrong. <laughs> yeah, no, he sounds a very very determined and and again like um my my friend Jody she's an absolute inspiration who I was talking about and um even though she can't communicate verbally she can communicate through absolutely everything else you know her smiles her eyebrows her face lights up it's really really special and um yeah so I'm guessing is Freddie your only only child yeah so Freddie's our first child and yeah, probably will be the only one after all this. Mm. Uh, but I agree with you, with the communication, although he's only 13 months and he has this condition, you know what he's trying to tell you. 
So if he's saying I'm hungry, well, I know, I suppose most parents know anyway, their own children, but I know what he's thinking at the time. And he does have his own way of communicating. And eventually we might have to learn other ways, like Maxton and other things. But if we do, we do, we're just going to adapt. So we've adapted so far. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. And, and it, it, I don't know, he's it, just, like you said, the, the, the tapes from hospital weren't, you know, like good enough for him, let's say, or weren't special enough. Um, so talk me through, like, how you even made the tapes, like your prototypes you're on about. What was like the style and like, what's the material made of? It's hyperbits, which is a hypoallergenic um, material, which we use, and quite a lot of our customers, we do as well, use duoderm underneath to protect skin a little bit more. But some do, some don't. We choose to, just because if not, we find that the tube tends to make a mark rather than the tape. It's the tube makes like a little bit indent um, into his cheek. Uh, so, yeah, we use duoderm underneath. Then we get hyperfits and we put our own designs onto them. Then simply stick it to his face and touch wood. They are good at holding his tube down. However, Freddie has also learned how to use his hands. <laughs> so he knows how to pull his tube out, even though he... I think he knows what's coming in. He knows it goes back in. So you'd think by now he would know. Probably shouldn't do that, but no. I think it's a bit of a game at the moment to him. <laughs> and then his, his dad has to, bless him, he has to put it back in. Because I haven't learned. When we were in hospital with him, he said, it's probably best if one of you learns so you don't have to keep coming into hospital each time he pulls it out. And at the time, obviously, it was COVID and we were only allowed one person at a time. So she said it to me, like, it's all right, his dad will do it. So then when it was Sam's turn, his dad to go in and visit him. So oh, I believe he passed on a Tuesday. He was like, oh, am I? <laughs> so I didn't tell him he was learning, but I volunteered him. <laughs> so for people who might not know what, what um, a nasal gastric tube is or kind of how, how you pop it in, why don't you explain that a bit? It's basically for uh, to get meds and milk, well, for Freddie in that case anyway, um, down his tube, whereas not everyone is a baby. Some, some people are like 25 and they buy off me and they use it for meds or for feeds. Um, and it's quite a it's quite a traumatic process, um, I'd say, passing it. Obviously, it breaks my heart every time now, even the one that's having it done. So to see Freddie, is, it's heartbreaking. He obviously screams, he cries, he absolutely hates it. And I don't blame him, I would as well. Um, so his dad needs to measure each time from his nose to his ear, then from his ear to like the middle of his, um, his stomach. And then at the moment, he's on 31 centimetres. So it's like the length of a piece of paper, and that's how far it has to go down into Freddie's stomach, which the, the process is just horrendous. And but like so I say, it's not me that's having it done, it's him, so it breaks my heart for him. It goes through through the nostril and sort of, is it down the, down the throat? Yeah, up and then down. Oh. And then you've got to then test it to make sure it's in the stomach, so you pull back a bit of basically stomach acid um, and test it onto the pH strips, and then that'll tell you whether it's in the right place. Again, touch wood, uh, Freddy's has always been in the right place. However, I know some people, um, it can dislodge or it can move, and they might have to go into hospital and have it redone. And how often is he having to have a new tube put in? Because I'm guessing, like, how long do they last? Because it's obviously stomach acid and everything. Yep, the tube can last up to 90 days. However, if you have someone like Freddie, <laughs> it can last about three days. I think the most is I had it up is in a week. And then, yeah, his hands get involved and it comes out. But and then, but sometimes he's, he's had it before where he's been one day and he's had it re-put in four times. Mm. So it completely depends on 
how have you <laughs> if he messes with it or not is it something potentially that he he might be able to ever eat himself or is it part of the condition like what what do they do they think about that well eventually we were told he had an unsafe swallow so it wasn't safe for him to ever have a bottle so he was given the ng tube and then we were discharged at six and a half weeks with him and told no we can't have anything orally um, eventually he was seen by speech and language and they assessed him and said they think he can swallow but they don't know 100% so it was a bit of like a trying and see how you get on um, so originally we tried him with some food they were with us don't worry we went on our own and it was a we've got everything in that bag if we need to go to hospital but thankfully we didn't and since that day it was 25th June <laughs> um, Freddie's been eating uh, so he does eat now the next job is for him to drink so again he was assessed by salt and they weren't sure um, because it, apparently you can have um, you might be able to eat but not drink it might go down the wrong way or you might aspirate and that's when it goes onto your lungs. Um, so he's been, he has now been assessed by salt and they've said he can drink. But Freddie has now lost that sort of reflex to suck a bottle or drink. He's, I think because he's now 13 months, it's I don't need to do that because I survive anyway. So I think he doesn't know yeah. that we need to drink because mm. he's never done it. Uh, sorry, we, that we need, yeah, we need to take fluids in because he's never done it. So now it's sort of like a battle of teaching him to do it. So he's drinking a little bit, but not enough to have the tube out. So yeah. at the moment, I think his target is around 500 mil before we can even discuss taking the tube out. Hopefully, they're trying to get into a litre a day, uh, but his target at the moment is 500 mil. I think today's about 70. Yeah. So we're on the early, early stage, but fingers crossed. Yeah. We can go at some point. And I guess it's it's a bit of a like a, a good safety net at the moment, you know, in terms of like if he doesn't drink, you can keep giving fluids in that way. What was the yeah. first design then? Your prototype? What design was that? Do you remember? I think it was ducks. Um, because I remember, yeah, I remember taking we took Freddie outside in the garden to take a picture of it, and I know it's one of my favorite pictures of him, just to show it off. And it was our first post on Instagram as well. We put a, I think the caption was a sneak peek of what's to come. And yeah. people loved it. So I was like, right, we need to get thinking of more. Yeah. I found not just with tape, but with anything, there's always so many more things for girls, like clothes, for example. You go into a shop and there's a massive rack of girls' things and there's a little section in the corner for boys. So I've tried my very best to try and get more boys' things. Obviously, with having a boy myself, that sort of pushed me. Mm. But again, everything seems to be for girls. Um, yeah. So we're trying to do more. And then we ask our customers as well regularly on Instagram I'll put on like what do you want to see next and people will say oh well, I want to see this or I want to buy this I'm like right okay give me a minute <laughs> um we'll get it up for you so we do custom design I've had quite a few actually there's there's one girl that buys me with her little boy he has oxygen and um, so she's sad tapes to keep his oxygen tubes down and sadly her granddad passed away um and he was Irish and she wanted to honor him so she asked us to make some poorly clover tape and now we regularly see him wearing it and I absolutely love it. But I love looking at the pictures of people that buy from us. I love it. <laughs> yeah, well, also it's like, you know, things in hospital are very clinical, aren't they? And are very um, kind of boring looking and very noisy and beepy and alarms and everything. But if you're at home, you don't want like a, a hospital sticker, do you? You want like something, maybe a colour that could go with your outfit or, you know, you like, you like tying it in and making it a bit more normal um yeah. which I feel like we try and add personality as well 
So like the hospital tapes are very clinical and medical. And I found that when Freddie had his medical tapes, we used to get, well, we still unfortunately get funny looks because some people just don't know. So I don't think they're doing it intentionally, but it's more about, oh, that's different. But I found since making Freddie's tapes, we can be out shopping. And instead of it being, oh, look at him, it's like, oh, look at him. Like it's such a more positive response. And we've actually seen one of the tubey baby whilst we were shopping. And straight away she said to me, where do you get the tapes? Well, I make them. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, now she buys from us. So how long have you been doing this? Uh, we officially started in July, um, but we started making prototypes. I think it was about April. So it took us a few months just to try it on Freddie and see what we wanted to do and how we wanted to do it. Um, but what we do is we do a sheet of designs um, a full sheet of the, the design so that anyone can cut it to a different shape or a different size because, because we do have such a range of people that buy from us. We have some children that are six weeks old, but then I'll have an adult who's 28 and obviously they're not going to be the same size, so I don't pre-cut them, which quite a lot of our customers love because like I say we're all such different shapes and sizes that mm -hmm. what works for one person might not work for the next. Um, as well we do have a customer in America he buys from us but he doesn't have a tube he has a Hickman line so we, one of the first messages he sent me was like he said do you pre-cut them or are they in a certain shape and I was like no we don't and he was like oh brilliant because the ones that he's seen are pre-cut so they don't work for him whereas ours works for everyone because they can cut it to whatever shape size they want yeah and how long do they last on the face with you know how often are you needing to replace them are they kind of waterproof if you go in the I don't know if you're like in the bath and you get a bit of splash on them no they're absolutely fine the waterproof Freddie goes swimming with his but again it lasts until the tube lasts so as soon as Freddie pulls his out we'll change it because then obviously it's not as secure and he likes to mess with it and bend it and I'm a bit of a perfectionist <laughs> so we well it, we also do change it a little more often depending on what you're wearing. Yeah. <laughs> so if he's going somewhere special, I'm like, oh, well, you're wearing blue today, so you're not having a green tape, you're having a blue tape. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, no. it completely depends on us and what his appointments are and where he's going, how often we do change it. Yeah, I, yeah, I, can, I like that. It's very cool. Um, and so how many designs have you got now? Like, how's, how's that going? We've got 150 designs on our website. Um, but we're doing custom ones as well. We also do a custom pet tape. And at the moment, Freddie, I'll give him a shout in a minute so you can see him. Um, he's wearing our dog, Oakley. So I make pet tapes. Somebody sends me a picture of their dog or a cat, for example, and I cut round it. And then I get that on um, the tape. Sorry, I'll just get him in so you can see his tape. Yeah. As long as he's not asleep. <laughs> Hopefully he's not asleep. Just text his dad who's looking after him in the other room and asking to bring him in. So yeah, 150 at the moment. However, we're always open to new designs. So if somebody ever wants to send me a message or they go on the website and they don't see the tape they want to see, just send me a message and we'll make it happen. And how much do they cost? You know, like, and do you, do you do, like, how many do you buy? Is it like a pack or like a one tape? What's the price like? It's £2 per sheet and that's 14 centimetres. However, we are thinking about going into doing packs. Um, but however, the, the pet tape is a little bit more expensive because it is custom made and we need to spend a bit of time editing it. Uh, so that's four pound. 
I also sell packs of what are called Perfectly Imperfects, which are five sheets um, and I charge £3.50. And they're ones that are just like, because like I say I'm a bit of a perfectionist, if the corner's a bit ripped or it's a bit moved a bit, I like to get rid of them ones and send out perfect ones. Aww. Oh, and Freddie's oh, just joined us. Oh, hello. Hey. <laughs> yes, there it is. Miley. Are you going to show your tape? <gasps> wow. Wow, that's fabulous, isn't it? Aww. Is, is, that, is that a blue a blue tape then? Yes, because we're in a blue outfit today. <laughs> <laughs> blue top, blue pants and blue tape. Next <laughs> oh, you just see. <laughs> so and how, what? like, listeners will want to know, like, how Freddie's doing at the moment. Is he, he's, is he doing okay? Yeah, you do absolutely amazing. So when we were originally diagnosed, um, sorry, when he was originally diagnosed, we were told he might not make our mistake. And I think he, he said if he does, he won't ever walk or talk. Um, and I think now he's doing more than we ever thought he would in his entire life. So he's now rolling, he's chatting away, making different noises. Um, but we're just working on mainly now sitting and standing. So he's got low muscle tone as well, hypotonia. Um, that's part of the condition. So he does struggle, um, but we're trying our very best to get everything we can for him. Normal, I might hate the word normal, but as, you know, I don't have even another word for it, as the best quality of life we can give him, basically. Yeah, and then, like, he, he he's such a, like, a, he's, I don't know, his face just shines, like, with joy. Which... Yes, he's got the biggest smile ever, and he just melts people's hearts. Wherever he goes, somebody falls in love with him. Yeah. <laughs> No, I can see that. So what's what's your favourite style of cheeky tape that you do? Um, for Freddie, I think my favourite one is, I do think it's the ducks, even though it's one of the first, I do, I still love the ducks. Um, I do like, we have an animals one as well. Um, that's quite a nice one. But then, like I said, for girls, there's always so much more and there's so many I look at and I think, Oh, I want you to wear that. And I think one day I'm just going to take him out and wear it. If someone says to me, oh, look at her, I'm going to be like, no, he's a boy, but why can't he wear pink? Why can't he wear like, unicorns? <laughs> yeah. And what, what would you say Freddie's favourite style one is? Um, I don't think he's got a favourite, <laughs> just because he probably absolutely hates the tube. Um, but let's think, the one that he probably, weirdly, I don't know why, but the one he probably doesn't pull out the most, if that makes sense, is the stars. Don't know what it is about it. It's not made any differently, but for some reason when he has stars on his face, it seems to stay a lot longer. So we might be wearing stars more often. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. And um, in terms of what you were touching on there, you're imperfectly, perfectly imperfect, and also how like you don't like the term like normal. Um, sort of like grow as as Freddie gets older, and you know, you you as as parents will probably strive to make him as independent as possible and and um like I have cystic fibrosis so I totally appreciate like my parents like bringing me up like an like a normal you know um child if it were like helping me do every opportunities do you think that um and you mentioned like Freddie goes swimming is do you think like it's unstoppable like he seems so determined and you seem such a determined person as well do you think like are you excited like about the future and what you know what could happen uh, to be honest, I have my days. Some days I just think it's the worst thing that could ever happen. And other days I'm like, no, come on, Team Freddie. Um, but yeah, I do. I want 
the absolute best for him. I'm going to get emotional. I know everyone does, and I understand that, but I want to give him the best quality of life we can. Yeah. So we will always do everything we can for him, even something as little as the tapes. It just makes it a bit more, just give him a bit more personality and show off that even though he has this condition, it doesn't make him any of a less person. And no. he doesn't, he, he deserves just as much as everyone else. So sorry, I'm getting emotional. Just like speaking about it. Um, and so who buys the tapes then? Like obviously you're you're based in Lancashire. Um like you mentioned someone buys them in America. What's the kind of scope of where you're selling to? Um, we've been to Canada, we've done quite a lot in the Netherlands. Um, obviously most are in the UK anyway. Um, but for other countries, we've gone to Italy. Um, there's one on the way to France at the moment. Uh, I think every I think every month near enough we get another country to list. So at the moment there's a map behind me, I don't know if you can see. And at some point I am gonna take it off and like scratch out where cheeky tapes have been. It's not where I've been myself, I don't really go anywhere, but where cheeky tapes has been. Um, but we're also going into hospitals as well. So I've done some donations. I recently did a post on Instagram asking our customers, where should we donate to and why? Um, so we've sent quite a few hospitals and we've also done quite a few in Lancashire. So I've donated to Bolton Hospital, Burnley NICU, where Freddie was, um, Darien House Children's Hospital, uh, Hospice, where we go. Um, we've donated there. And we're always looking for somewhere different and I like donating to hospitals because if a child is in hospital, one, that's rubbish anyway, and two, why not give them something that makes it a bit more exciting or a bit more memorable in a positive way? So the next time the parent mentions, say, oh, you remember when you were in hospital? And I say, oh, yeah, when I had the animals tape on from cheeky tapes. <laughs> then it's just a bit more, it's more fun and it just adds a bit more like, happiness, I suppose, to such a negative thing. Yeah, definitely. You're definitely sort of brightening up you know people who wear it people who see it um like a bit like so like I wore eye patches as a child because I had like something with my eye and I remember the patches were always like bright colors and like they had tractors on or animals like you said and ducks and pigs and things and I remember everyone at school would be like I want one of those like it was reception why can't I have one of those and I felt like really cool and and so the last day of term like I brought one in for everyone and we all had the live patches on things to brighten it up like that so is this now your sort of full-time job um or or is it kind of like on the side and you hope it'll get bigger or what what's that like well, I was a primary school teacher up until I had Freddie. I went on that leave. Um, and then in the April, we were told that Freddie would need a full-time carer. So me and my partner, Sam, sat down and said, it's probably best for me with the hours of teaching and so on. It was best for me to be Freddie's full-time carer and Sam's carry on working. So I gave up work, absolutely broke my heart, loved it. However, love Freddie more. Um, so I became his full-time carer. And then, yeah, cheeky tapes just sort of happened one day. It wasn't, it was never my intention to build a business. I never even thought about it. And it just picked off one day, it just kind of went. So I went with it. Um, so obviously Freddie is my full-time job, but it just helps. So Freddie has so many different like therapies and sessions that we go to. It gives us a bit of like pocket money in a sense. Um, it just sort of supports that. So, yeah, cheese cakes mainly is, well, is for Freddie. Um, always has been, not just 
the tapes but financial as well um so yeah then I'm hoping we'll take over the world one day <laughs> yeah I was going to ask you what you what um like you hope the future will be for the cheeky tapes I'm hoping that we'll even if we just make one child or one person happier that was my original plan and that's worked because I have so many loyal customers uh, but I'm hoping to eventually get into hospitals where I can help children who are in hospital again sorry not I shouldn't say children they're not just children it is for adults as well um, but I think because obviously Freddie's a baby my main focus is babies whereas as he gets older my, I think my focus will get older as well yeah definitely so so what kind of things does he like doing at the moment uh, he absolutely loves swimming I know I mentioned it he loves water so bath time is always fun uh, rolling you know he's learned to roll if you're lying down he's off and if the room is big enough he will do so at one point he was only rolling one way so if the room was big enough he would roll and roll and roll and then he'd get stuck but now he rolls both ways it's brilliant <laughs> he doesn't get stuck anymore uh, so he absolutely loves that he loves people so I know with some conditions it can sort of make some children a bit nervous a bit apprehensive going to a new place and meet new people but Freddie's complete opposite it's he likes to go somewhere new because he likes he's so nosy. He just likes to have a nosy and see what other people are doing. So shopping's his favourite. Loves sitting in the prams looking at people, but he's got a bit of a frown on him. So you can tell he's judging people and he's looking at people and thinking, oh no. <laughs> but he's always got a bit of a frown and looking at him. And then eventually someone will look at him and he'll smile. So he's got a bit of a, a bit of a funny one. Um I'm trying to think what else. He loves anything that lights up and noises. Um loves people clapping thinks that's hilarious and recently I had a bottle of water and I was squishing it down to put it in the recycle bin and he just burst out laughing like uncontrollably and I didn't know what it was at first and then I moved the bottle again and he just honestly about 20 minutes he was bright red laughing his head off now he has plastic water spot in his bag although he's got a million and one toys what's the most funny thing ever a water bottle <laughs> so he loves that it's like I say, it's just noise it just loves noises yeah and like I guess kind of like going back to to you and, and your partner like you'd have never have I don't know you'd have never have maybe envisaged that your baby would have like such a rare condition or you know or anything I know um something that kind of I don't know if this now well I'll ask your opinion on this I don't know if this now sort of grinds your bolts as much as it grinds mine but um when people sort of as in now you've had Freddie now you know when people announce the, the pregnancy and then um, they're kind of you're like oh is it, do you want a girl or a boy and they kind of go oh I don't matter as long as it's healthy and that sentence really cuts a nerve with me because it's like well why like obviously you want your child to be healthy you, you know you know but you know why does it matter if they're not in the sense of why does it matter if they have any conditions they're just as happy they're just as deserving of life you know um what, what do you think of that I see both sides because I know for a fact I said the exact same thing and um, we were at 20 weeks gap and they said do you want to know I was like I don't care what he is as long as he's happy as long as they're happy and healthy and regularly I take myself back to that and I go why did I say that? <laughs> and in a way, at first I thought, I've drinked myself, I shouldn't have ever said that. However, I know that's not the case. Um, but yeah, it does, it breaks your heart a little bit. But I suppose it's the unknown. So because they've not got any other children who have conditions, 
it's a, it's a bit of a fear, I think. And I, I would have been the same, I reckon. Yeah. If I had Freddie, probably the thought of having a child who had all these extra needs and conditions, it would have absolutely scared and living darts out me and I probably wouldn't have wanted to do it. But I think another one that does get me is when people say to you, I don't know how you do it. Mm. And I don't either, but in the same sense, they would do it for their child. Yeah. So you learn to like cope and um not cope, but you just it's just your normal, you know. Yeah. Like like when I was uh six or whatever age and I'd have like um an intravenous antibiotic, so I'd have like a long line in my arm, and my mum would be preparing the antibiotics, mixing the you know, the powder with the liquid and <laughs> sounds wrong, and then popping it in my veins, and then people like, oh, you know. You have a lovely, you'll seem all happy, but I won't want your life. Or how do you manage doing that? And then, but it's it's your normal, isn't it? It's what you're used to. It's like you wouldn't, I wouldn't imagine getting up in the morning and not doing doing my physio before I go to work or anything. It's 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 your normal. Um, have you got any advice for you know other parents who maybe I don't know have had news that their child's unwell or has a condition or or have you any advice for them? I'd say search the condition and try and find somebody else so I thankfully have two families that I'm in touch with in England and they have children with Freddie's condition who are nine and eleven so they're kind of like my bounce board and I I look up to them in a way because they've got so much more experience um, with the condition although it is each child is completely different with or without condition anyway but with Freddie's condition um and some things that might happen to Freddie, might not happen to that other child or the opposite way around but it's good to have somebody to talk to who kind of gets it so rather than just talking to one of your friends who hasn't got any kids or has normal in <laughs> in um, quotation marks children talk to somebody who knows if you can so that's my biggest thing since finding that those two families I feel like I understand it a bit more and I just feel a bit more I suppose confident because without them, I think I'd have a bit of more of a fear because even though we were told that Freddie wouldn't make it and if he did, he wouldn't last X amount of months or whatever, I know now that that's more of the doctors who haven't heard of the condition and it's a worst case scenario. Whereas I can say, well, I found two families who have older children, so why can't Freddie? Like, it's, it's good to just have somebody else who's, a bit more experienced and yeah. someone you can talk to so that would be my biggest thing is find someone if you can yeah you can definitely tell that he kind of like makes your heart burst with love like when you're talking about him and that um you were, you were mentioning earlier that you don't like the term like normal why mm-hmm. why is that you know I keep saying it <laughs> just because there isn't a normal so one child for example in his school in year three they, they might have a completely different life to another child in their class. There is no normal. It's your normal. So now having Freddie, he is my normal. So I don't think twice about taking him to therapy sessions or getting his meds out in the morning. It's just, it's Freddie. And it's just our life. And it's it has changed, but to be honest, it changed for the better because I've got a little boy who I absolutely adore. Yeah, it's getting emotional again. <laughs> You probably wouldn't change him for the world at all. Um, if I could, I'd probably take some of the condition away to make his life better. But I wouldn't change him. He's perfect. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> don't apologise. Don't apologise. So 
listeners will be, you know, thinking, wow, like Kari's such a legend. <laughs> um, but do you get time off? Like, do you get time yourself to like, I don't know, have a bath, read a book, kind of have self-care? Yeah, because his dad's absolutely amazing. So if the red brown days where I'm just absolutely rubbish, it's just like, go and run a bath, take a glass of wine, it's fine. <laughs> and he'll take him. And then recently, we actually went out for a meal or two of us. So we hadn't been out, we've, we've never left Freddie. He's always been with one of us. And recently put up the courage and we're like, we need to do it for ourselves. And his grandma and granddad had him, Sam's mum and dad. And it was just so nice, but there was like a little bit of a Freddie band. So it was like, let's see how long we can go without mentioning it because we were together before Freddie, <laughs> um, which was so difficult because no matter who I talk to, it's Freddie this, Freddie that. <laughs> um, but yeah, I do. I do get some time. I, I try to, and his dad tries to go out and play golf with his friends and his brothers. And we do try and take a bit of a break, but I miss him. I go out for a meal with my friend and I'm like, can't wait to get home and give him a cuddle. <laughs> so finally, if people are wanting to kind of know more about the brand or buy some if they know if they know um people who might, you know, benefit from them, how's best for them to do that? And like what are your socials and things like that? Uh, we have our own website, www.cheekytapes.co.uk, where all our, our designs on there. And I've actually put your cheeky discount code in there. <laughs> so if you use Lancashire 10, you can get 10% off. Uh, we are also on Facebook and Instagram. I will be honest, Facebook, I do neglect a little bit. <laughs> Instagram, I just find so much easier. Um, we're on there as well. So if anybody wants to reach out, send me a message. I literally, I'm always on there. So I'll reply. Um, and that's it at the moment. Whether we'll do other social media I'm not sure yet yeah main one is the website Instagram and then Facebook takes a bit of a back backstage yeah. <laughs> so yeah so I guess listeners who are listening exclusively can get the um what is it Lancashire 10 did you say Lancashire 10 but don't worry if you're not from Lancashire you can still use it <laughs> oh well Carrie it's been so lovely to like speak to you and like see Freddie himself and just sort of, like chat a bit more about it I think like it's a really like helpful business and also like as I said like you're so inspirational as well for everything you do for Freddie and he's he'll be so like appreciative of it and what you do <laughs> hope so <laughs> yeah oh thank you thanks for listening and we'll see you next week To keep up to date with all things from a Lancashire Lass, follow on Facebook and Instagram at from a Lancashire Lass.